Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, weebs and casual alike? We are Baka and Company, and we are here to provide you with a deep dive into all the random anime shows and movies, new and old, interesting and bad, that you need to know about. On today's show, we will have myself, Frankfurter, Municipally Average, and Paperboy64. Today, we are talking about winter 2022 show, Bochi the Rock. But before that, how are we all doing today? Nothing? I, I just... <laughs> I just want you to explain what municipally average means. Like, am, I, am I a municipality that's just sort of like mediocre? You're like, like Ben White from uh, Parks and Rec and you just Ice Town. Got it. Okay. So I thought about the cones. I, I thought knowing you, you, I thought you just like spelled marsupial wrong or forgot the word for marsupial. <laughs> and you're like, this sounds about right. M- municipally. No, I'm, I'm a little, you know, smarter than that. Give me some sort of credit sometimes, uh, maybe. I don't know. I just like Paperboy 64 because it's a video game, but it's also Drew. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is he 64 years old? Or... No, Ow. No, because Drew Tendo 64, but, you know, it's fine. It's, it's Ouch, just, I mean, it's, great myself. Well, I mean, what are, what, you know. what's your age in paper years? Does paper have, like, similar... Paper like... doesn't age. Well, theoretically, if he's coming uh... from a tree, the, the depends on how old the tree is. Yeah, so we do... do wait, uh, Drew, come here. We got to cut you in half and count how many rings you have on the inside. <laughs> Please don't. I need those rings to survive. <laughs> like bad. Sonic we, the Hedgehog. We need to know your age. Get over here. Oh, my God. Well, what's my age again? I assume oh, because God, no. we're just shitting around right now that y'all are doing well, and I am doing well as well. Um, I'm doing well now. I lost my wallet earlier today, and I thought I lost it in the city versus under my bed, so. Well, one's well, definitely better than the other. Yes, infinitely better than the other, because one yeah. you will never see again. The other <laughs> is just a little walk away. Also, I feel like as a paper as 2d you would just be using crypto at this point because you know. i was trying to think of no, what you would I've... be using as a uh, currency i guess paper currency is still a thing but like, yeah oh but it's is it, it would, monopoly it would be all 
it would be all Ako Taco because it's it's this on the same plane as him too. Did, you could never you tell saying, what bill it is unless are you, you look. Plane because like, what? No, it's two D. You can still see it. No, you obviously never watched the Futurama episode where they go two D because you cannot tell what the bill is because you, all you see is a line. You won't well, be no, able that's, to tell. Isn't that one D? No. As a two-dimensional creature, you cannot look to the sides of you. Everything is in 2D on the plane. Like, so you would only look. see the dollar oh, bill as a getting, paper line. We are getting way out there. Look, I can All look right. to the sides. Let's, let's reel it. Joke's on you, fools. This isn't Bochi the Rock. We're talking about Futurama. Episode one. <laughs> no, we are, we are talking about Bochi the Rock. So let's get into it. Bochi the Rock is a manga written and illustrated by Aki Hama, uh, Hamaji. The manga started in December 2017 as a kind of like guest appearance in a magazine, and then it got serialized in March 2018, and since then has been combined into five total volumes. Uh, it is technically still ongoing. Uh, the anime was directed by Ki, uh, Kichiro Saito, uh, who has also worked as an animator, storyboarder, and director on many shows and movies, including Adolescence, uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm, Sunny Boy, <gasps> Little Witch Academia, Wonder Egg Priority, and then, funny enough, Mob Psycho Season 3, which also came out last season. He was the storyboard director for, like, Episode 3, I think I read. But he's also done, uh, or they've also done many, many other uh, shows and movies and such. So that's a little bit about the who behind it, but the uh, production company behind it, the show, who, uh, the people who animated it, was Cloverworks, which, if you live under a rock, is responsible for one half a spy family, Akiva's uh, sailor uniform, My Dress-Up Darling, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, and a bunch of other shows and movies that you would recognize. But those are a big, huge call-outs to, you know, quality work that they've done. Um, and then also in Bochi the Rock, we had our cast of four main characters. So um, there is a huge cast of side characters, and by huge, I mean two maybe three, but um, the four main cast of characters included Bochi or Hitori uh, Goto, uh, Nijika Ijichi, uh, uh, Ryo Yamada, and Ikkyo Kita. Um, Bochi was voiced by uh, voice actress Yoshino Aoyama, who was also worked as um, Mark and Alicia from Promised Neverland, so two of the children. Uh, Guri in Love Tyrant and Yoshino Nanase in Wake Up Girls. And then uh, Nijika, her, the voice actress for her, was uh, Sayumi Suzushiro, uh, whose notable works include Kai Shirogane in Kaguya-sama, uh, Kurina in 86, Uruka in We Never Learn, and Akira Ono in High School Girl, to just list a few. She's got a huge just oh. track list of shows that she's High School Girl. Yeah. Did I not say that? You said High School. Oh, I, High School Girl. Sorry. I thought yeah. I said High no, School you're okay. Girl. Okay. She could be in high school. Yeah. We don't I know. Think, I'm pretty sure in that show they are in high school, if not middle school. Just scoring in high school. Oh, boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they're not. No, what? they're playing That's what video you said. Games. It's high high score high school score girl. She's nope. just scoring. Okay. anyways. <laughs> Rio, uh, voice actress is Saku Mizuno, whose notable works include uh, Raven of the Inner Palace and uh, which she played. Uh, where the fuck am I at right now? In Raven of the Inner Palace, she voiced Je uh, Jusetsu. Yeah, Ryu. And then she also voiced Rena Hananoi in Selection Project. 
Um, she's kind of a newer voice actress. She really doesn't have too, too many credits to her name. She's got a few supporting things that are like really low, but like those are the two main ones that she has, of course, alongside with uh, Bochi the Rock now. And then the last uh, character, uh, Kita uh, Ikio, uh, was voiced by Ikumi Hasegawa, whose notable works include uh, La Dilina? La, yeah, Ladinli. I, I am butchering that. <laughs> the the like girl in the back from eighty six. Say Vlad. The one, yeah, Vlad from eighty six. The girl in the back with the white hair. You've seen her. Uh, Minami Nami Nam. Oh God, Minami Nanami from bottom tier character Tomazaki and Desami in Love After World Domination, amongst other supporting roles. So that is basically just like the overall foundation of the show those are your main characters those are the people who made it and the people who uh, did all the artwork for it and produced it the show if you haven't heard is about uh, Bochi or Hitori Gato, uh, Goto who is basically just a very social anxious person who wants to become a rock star because she thinks that becoming a rock star will get her out of her shell and make her not be so introverted and become popular. So she, main goal, wants to... No, I know. The money comes later. And it makes that sweet, sweet dough, baby. Well, that's, that's eventually... She's just like, you know what? I've sunk so much time in it. I just need to, like... This will be my career. But eventually... Really, what it is, is her main goal was to perform at her uh, school's culture festival, essentially. So that was like her main goal. That's like the premise of the show. Lads, I mean, who wants to start with this? Because there's so much to talk about here. 2D boy, you want to go for it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So it really hit hard and hit home with me because uh, before I became 2D, I was 3D. Uh, But in middle school and high school, I, I had very much a similar thing where I was very into video games and Dungeons and Dragons, things like that. And in my area, not a lot of people were into that. So I was the outcast. I didn't have a lot of friends. And then in high school, I started meeting like another friend group and they pulled me out of just playing video games at home all day. Like I I got a friend group and Bochi kind of does that as well, where she is this internet phenomenon that nobody knows really who she is because she goes as Guitar Hero online, no relation to the game. Uh, but Which was funny. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very surprised they didn't touch on that. But anyways, I digress. Um, she stumbles upon this uh, rock band. She just becomes quick friends, but then they start kind of breaking her down to be like, "No, we're we're here for you. You can be super weird and unconscious a third of the day. We don't care. We we're your friends." And just ballooning from there into what this show is really about about a bunch of friends finding how much they like each other's um, musics, talent, and finding memories and just having a blast. And there's not an episode where you're not laughing. There's not an episode where you're bored. Everything just is so much fun. And every character, like from from her little sister, that just kind of harasses her throughout the God day damn devil holy shit yeah that little sister is just brutal thing. yeah because yeah, i don't want to go to school and she's like wake up and she's like ah! um <laughs> but everyone in the show is awesome and has like a meaningful part there's 
there are going to be the no-name throwaway characters like the fans and whatnot, but they come back and they have a reason to be back. And Bochi slowly stops performing in a mango box and instead rocks out really hard and has has a blast. And and that w- it was very heartwarming to see like her evolution as well, going from I want no one to ever look at me into like I'm having fun and this is awesome. Yeah. So there's you put like you've touched upon some of the plot, but also just some of the character relationships. I feel like it is kind of really funny to look at like how these characters came together in such the most bizarre way that it actually still works. Like uh, Kito was the guitarist for the band for uh, Nijika who plays the drums and Ryo who plays the bass. And then because Kito doesn't really know how to play guitar, she just kind of dipped. So they find Bochi just kind of sitting on a park swing with her guitar on her back, and they inducted her into the band because they needed a guitarist. Well, the reason why Nijika's in the band is because she wants to make her venue that she essentially lives at or lives above popular for her sister to, you know, kind of give her sister, like, purpose of, like, hey, you gave up your dreams so I could do my dreams. I want to, you know make this a place that we both love and make this a place that, you know, we're both proud of and you can do whatever you want as well. Rio's there because she can play the music that she wants to play with Nijika. Uh, Hitori Goto uh, or Boshi is just there because she got picked up. And then Kita comes back because she's a fan of Rio and is like obsessed with her. So it's like this weird hodgepodge of members that are all there for very different reasons that eventually come together and be like, okay, we like each other. We play well with each other. Let's try and do this right and, you know, become as big as we can and go as far as we can. And I mean, that's just kind of like a simplification of the story and the characters and their relationships. I I think that the most fascinating part about this is the characters and their developments, as you touched upon, Drew, as well. Uh, With Bochi being the main front and center character of the nervous wreck that she is, but it's so interesting to see a show take on social anxieties in so many different ways in which Nijika is probably the least and most outgoing person in the band. Kita being very outgoing, but also somebody who has a lot of social anxiety in which she wants to be a people pleaser and wants to be seen in a good light that she's doing like bending over backwards to you know appease the people and make sure that they like her rather than just being you know kind of herself and then Rio's just this introvert who's fine being a loner and doesn't have really main, many social anxieties she likes being alone and then Bochi is just a nervous fucking wreck of a human so it's it's really interesting to see that this show took so many different types of social anxieties and social personalities, fit them into four different characters and make them work so well. Um, Tyler, I know you have a lot to say about the show in general or whatnot, but like, do you, I mean, give us a little bit of what you enjoyed about this. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it more surface level than both of you. Um, just in general, like the humor, the overall like feeling that it it that came across right from the beginning too of this extremely awkward girl breaking out of her shell but not really breaking on her own basically being forced and dragged and like she's scratching trying to go back into her shell constantly and just getting thrown in different situations and having to survive and just it made me laugh all the time 
and like didn't really connect with any of the characters on like a, a particular level but i i will say like it is as someone who has a lot of hobbies that you know you just kind of do by yourself it's nice to be like yeah you know i have had those instances where playing guitar in my room for like hours and hours and hours and being like yeah i'm pretty good and then like do like recording stuff and be like yeah it sounds really good and then just having that fear of like the everyone's gonna hate it no one's gonna like you they're all gonna hate you no one's gonna think you're cool you're just, just doing this by yourself in a vacuum you loser and then it's like you watch this and you're like oh no like a lot of people have those same feelings and, and fears so that's like the one area i connected with the most but overall i thought the characters were great i, I thoroughly enjoyed how they showed bochi's growth throughout because you could see each and every episode small little pieces of her starting to emerge as she's getting put into these new situations by the other band members and she's being forced to interact with other people and put into different environments and stuff but it's never she doesn't have like that really tropey anime-esque growth where it's like I've I've experienced one thing and now I'm fully acclimated to this environment and I am an extrovert and I I am completely I've I've fixed my awkward anti you know social anxiety everything's cured it's more like a oh yeah I finally was able to talk to a stranger and then a new stranger comes up and says something different than the first one and she goes like just crawls back into her shell <laughs> like it's it's that piece i'm like okay at least it's grounded in some reality where it's like yeah someone with social anxiety is not gonna be able to master everything after just being kind of tossed into the deep end and you know have them make their way out it's basically just getting tossed into the deep end constantly until they're able to finally tell the person fucking stop throwing me in the deep end jesus so no it was, it was fantastic i love everything about the show i love the characters i love the storyline, I love uh, the music. The music alone, good gosh, it was incredible. Um, and the animation, too. A big props to Cloverworks for the animation. It was a lot of fun. They did a lot of really quirky, goofy things with Bochi at times uh, that I found to be very delightful and also kind of weird and scary at times, but it, it played into the whole uh, Bochi vibe, so I, I thought it was great. Yeah, the experiences that he's talking about are the different art styles that Cloverworks did basically whenever Bochi's in her own mind it will completely shift to either a different art styles or b like claymation models that are just doing weird random shenanigans on screen uh one of them being they're playing the game of life essentially and Bochi just keeps landing on the worst squares possible but it's literally a hand that's picking up like a clay model that's going across the board they do some really bizarre things, but I think one of the most favorite things that I, I really enjoyed and that are really subtle, some are more subtle than others, are all the different anime references that they make throughout the show. Oh. Um, like, I mean, at the very last episode, they have a Dragon Ball Z one that's that's completely blatant of Bochi going Super Saiyan, which is fucking hilarious. She's like getting ready to quit her job because she just made money from all her YouTube videos as Guitar Hero. And she's like, yes, I can quit now, and I have enough money to stay in the band and meet my quotas for the next six years. And then she goes to try and, like, after going Super Saiyan, tries to quit, and she's just like, oh, no, never mind, I can't do this, never mind. Haha, jokes. I'm going to crawl back into my trash can now, goodbye. 
Yeah, and there's another scene where uh, another Dragon Ball reference that I thought was absolutely fucking hilarious in which she gets attacked by birds and then she just drops dead like Yamcha. I replayed it like God. three times because I was laughing so hard. Like uh, same same position, same like crater in the ground. I was like, oh, R.I.P. Yamcha. It was it was so funny. But I mean, there's so many other like subtle uh, callbacks to other anime. Like they have a fully coolie one where Bochi literally runs out of the room, and then all of a sudden she's got like the spinny wheel animation for feet, like uh, like literally shot for shot, like from fully coolie, which I thought was really freaking cool. Um, but it, just like the little subtle callbacks that they have to other shows and such is the show was very masterfully crafted and all the detail was paid attention to and there isn't really a bad thing I can say about this show. Like, honestly, I could sit the entire time and gush about favorite moment moments, funniest moments, etc. which I do think the funniest moment that got probably the biggest laugh at me was near the end of the entire show where they are at the music store and Najika is just like, Oh, this is that one weird loner drummer, band thing that you see in manga all the time where they can't relate to anything and she's like maybe i'll buy a bass and guitar and the other three are just thinking like and for a split second it's just like a fucking disco rave of najika just taking guitars and basses and just smashing cymbals with them and they're like no 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 you don't need to buy a guitar you're fine like but it just lasts like a half a second and i burst out laughing because it's just so unexpected it it's so good. It's so funny. This show in general is amazing. Uh, Drew, I mean, what what scenes? What are some like standout moments to you in this show? Um, I really liked uh the scene when they go out to celebrate their their first concert, and just progressively through it, Bochi's getting more and more overloaded, and so eventually, what happens is she turns into like a pile of dust, but the group already has handled this before and they start like reshaping her, putting her back together. And one of the like comments is, Oh, they seem experienced with this situation. And it was yeah. just, it was just funny that they're, they're acknowledging that these girls are here for Bochi and that they've, they've dealt with how she, she handles things. But I also really enjoyed the Yamcha reference. Cause uh, I can never get tired of watching that guy get his ass kicked. So. Oh, RIP. <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. I think my favorite my favorite scene is I, I like when they incorporate that that was one other piece I was gonna mention is that I like when they incorporate like when Bochi has her weird inner monologuing moments and animation gets weird. Sometimes it's with it's in her head, sometimes it's on the outside where like she'll just like pass out in the street and go into like crazy lines and like polygons and stuff and they're like, Ah, we don't know what to do. And then at, by the end of the show, they're like, okay, here's how we handle this. And they like, prop her up and stuff. And they're like, just give her like five minutes. She's in Bochi world right now. Like, I like how it started to segue into that later. But my, I think my favorite one of that was um, Bochi had invited over Akita and uh, Nijika to her house. And she's like, oh, yes. for some reason, oh, yeah. Bochi as the introvert watching YouTube videos or in videos online thought, this is how you have to have a party and it's having like a little disco ball a bunch of like rave things but then she's in like the uh 
what are those like glasses with the big nose and the mustache mark oh as a, yeah like a, a disguise groucho skit. yeah what's what's yeah the, oh i don't know the, actual the name, name of it groucho marks yeah groucho marks thank you she's like got that and like she like comes out like all crazy she's like j- trying to be like a party animal for no reason <laughs> and then the, the queen of woot <laughs> yeah the queen yeah it, she's wonderful i love her but then i i can't remember what leads up to it but she she like explodes and turns into like a like a poison dust oh and yeah, like they, they everyone starts passing out they dress her up as like a maid or they dress oh, her up yes, as something else and they're like i wonder what you would look like without your bangs and they lift her up her bangs and you see like her forehead and it's just like the glare from it just blinds everybody and just she turns to dust and just poisons everybody and they all yeah. pass out yeah, mind you, Bochi only ever wears a pink tracksuit like all the time. So they were like, "You have all these clothes. Why don't you try them on?" And yeah, it ends up with them dying from Bochi's poison. But it's also like it's it's the, <laughs> the two characters Kita and uh, Nijika who are like dying, explaining the situation to Bochi's parents who show up and realize there's two dying kids. But then it's also all the little Boji dust flakes falling to the ground, <laughs> making these little like sighing noises that kill me too and it was the, i can't remember how it ends but it just ends really somber like yeah don't they like, all yeah. pass out well yeah the yeah it, it's they all die drew That's the whole <laughs> joke is that they all die <laughs> but i just i love how i love how goofy it is like it there are serious moments where there's it's not like super somber by any means like or sad but like, there's there's some touching moments where you see the characters have like heart-to-heart conversations and then you just have these weird like stupid goofy moments that just kind of bring you back and you're like oh yeah this is also kind of like comedy too and then you have intense rock shows and you're like oh yeah it's also a music show too huh look at that and then it's a slice of life and there's just episodes where they just go out shopping and stuff you're like oh uh-huh. yeah I, about that too. It, I think they did it twice where like mid episode they ended the show they're like oh that's the end yep. of the show that's, and they yeah, start yeah. rolling credits <laughs> like i was i i told my younger sister about this i was like nicole you need to watch this show and she's like okay fine i'll watch it and so she came over started watching it and i think we were in episode two and uh my wife and i were cooking dinner and she while she was watching it and that scene happened where the credits started rolling and she clicked out of the episode i was like nicole what are you doing the episode's still going she's like but the credits, I was like, no, you idiot. No, it's That's just fake. a joke. Because I, like, oh, I, I, I think they all say bochi or something. They're yeah, all it's like, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, like bochi. It's like crab yeah. person bochi or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Um, one really fun fact uh, about the show that I thought was I like I was like there ain't no fucking way, but oh my god, it's true. Um, there's an episode where they're trying to take uh, pro photos, basically just like a cover photo up for the band and just be like, this is the vibe of the band, and they're looking at spots and. One of the characters says, Bochi, you should sign up for social media and start posting on social media. And she has a freak out. During that freak out, she like is yelling on the ground, like screaming. That scream is completely unedited. It is all natural. Oh, it is that's terrifying. So terrifying because it sounds almost robotic. Yeah. It is horrifying, but it is also really fucking cool, uh, little fun tidbit there. And the only reason people know that it's like a real scream is I believe the voice actress was streaming or on a stream of some sort and told people about it. And they're like, no, there ain't no way that that's real. And she's like, yeah, I can do it live. And she fucking did it live. And people were like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what the fuck creature are you? That's not human. So it was just one of those like, that's such a weird, bizarre, fun fact about this show that the voice actress just was like, yeah, I can literally scream and sound like a fucking amplifier just exploded nice it's so funny but um i think like there are so many memorable moments and memorable characters that there's really not a throwaway thing about this show i i can't think of one thing that i'm just like this wasn't necessary or that moment wasn't necessary like everything meshed so well together and the atmospheres mesh so well together but um I showed this scene to Tyler yesterday after our um, recording of like game, like anime awards that we gave out and talking about our favorite shows of the year last year. There is a scene in episode eight, which is when they do their first performance and then they go do the party afterwards, which is Drew's favorite scene where she's just dust and they're reforming her. But there, during the concert, there is a scene that you might think otherwise like be throwaway but really fucking resonated with me in which there are two girls that come to the concert because they saw Bochi like perform uh, like on the street just in her hometown to try and sell tickets and they actually showed up during this like hurricane that's going on in Japan or wherever they're at mm-hmm. and, or uh, they're in Japan I just don't know what city and it should have been throwaway these characters should have been throwaway characters but they weren't because they're showing the band, they're showing the people in the audience and up front and center, there's these two, the back of these girls, two heads just bouncing up and down. And then the shot pans over to them for like maybe at most two seconds, if that. And they both have like a smile on their face and they are just bouncing up and down. And I felt more seen from that than anything else because I have been that fucking person. They've nailed the atmosphere in this show so well that they included the two diehard fan people (laughs) that are just like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I'm enjoying my time. I've been that person. I've seen concerts where there are literally eight people in the venue and we are just vibing, bouncing up and down and doing that as well. Like, I've been that person. I've gone to friends concerts where they've just been minimal people too. Like, that resonated with me so hard. I was just like, this should be throwaway. These characters shouldn't fucking matter. But they nailed it. They fucking nailed what it's like to be at a small concert with their friends. It, I, it's just the the attention to detail in the show is so immense that I it, it just blows my mind just thinking about it. So 
I don't know. Somebody else just take it away because I've talked for way too long. Drew, take it away. You, you, you share something else that you either enjoyed or did you, is there anything you found about this show that you didn't like? No, uh, straight up. So my anime list has it as 10. Like there is, to me, there is nothing bad about this show. There will never be anything bad about this, this show because to, to Frank's point about being seen, it brings my heart such immense joy, especially in the winter, that this show just came out, had a blast, and and just lightened up my days. Like the when I was told we were gonna watch it, I powered for through the first four episodes. And then I thought, oh, you know what, maybe I should pump the brakes here and take a break. No, absolutely not. It it's it was just so much fun to keep being involved. With Bochi, as someone who is now near, wow, you're good. Neurodivergent, nailed it. I I do have attention deficit disorder, but I I am socially anxious at times. So, to to feel connected to Bochi in a way that is, hey, like I do that too, and it's just, again, it's it's a heartwarming show. I said this before we started recording. My favorite anime band show was K-On, but Bochi just kicked its ass. Like, and Bochi is so much shorter and sweeter and just a really good time. Yeah, it's weird to think that Bochi is 12 episodes, but by the end of the 12th episode, you're like, you are craving more, but at the same time, it ends so satisfact like satisfyingly that you're like, you know what? If they don't make another episode, I'm good with that too. Like the the show is really just a complete package. And it, it's just, if you haven't seen it yet, I, I implore you to go watch it. Because as I said last night when we recorded, uh, there's literally something for everyone in this show. Whether it be you resonate with one of the characters, it be the atmosphere of being in a small venue listening to indie bands, or just the comedy and the absurdity of it. There's something for everyone in this show. And, and I do implore anybody to watch it. Tyler, I mean, do you have what? What else can we say about this show, honestly? Ah, uh, there's not too much else really. Um, in terms of hiccups, I I couldn't find any either. I thought pacing was great. I thought how they set up each character, they took their time to really build in the characters and establish their personalities and how they mesh and you know, repel each other at times too. I thought that was important, especially the fact that they're a band, right? Like the the two founding members, um, Nijika and uh, Yamada, like they go kind of butt heads to heads a lot too. Like they're friends and they go to school together, but there are times where like they're the ones going at each other's throats more than anyone else. And then you see how Kita and Bochi sort of interact with that and how they coming into the band sort of mellow things out and start to develop like new relationships and new um, just a whole like vibe in the band and the identity of the band too. So I thought everything about it was great. Um, Like we've, we've said countless times, the animation was superb from Cloverworks. Um, If you liked, if you've watched my dress up darling and liked it, very similar style to that where a lot of like the scenery is like that weird, almost 
like, like they, they took, took a picture. A, yep, they took a picture and just kind of animated over yeah. the picture, which I think is cool. Like I, I like it. I don't, I don't have to have everything hand drawn. I, I, I think that that adds to like the almost realistic, excuse me, the realistic style of the show too. Like, I think yeah, if it depends on the show for them to actually pull that off and it actually feel comfy and like a part of the show, and I think that they nailed that as well in this. But yeah, if you were to put that in like '86, I don't think that would work. No, I mean it was it was definitely situational. Like they, you you'd see it in the guitar store in the last episode when they go shopping for a new guitar. Like you see it sometimes in like the venue because there's a lot of like just stuff in the venue and it's a lot of you know clutter. So I, I love that aspect of it too. Um, music was awesome. It didn't fall into that your boy Kong Ming trap hole of like playing one <laughs> song over and over and over and over again until the very so end. Thankful for that. So yeah. thankful for that. Yeah, there was a lot of diversity too. Um, and then yeah, I mean like I thought everything about the comedy too was right on point. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that weird kind of forced comedy um, that you see in in a lot of newer shows too. It was very much in line with this character bochi who from the very beginning of the anime were like hey she's a introvert weird kid with high high like you you love comey you think comey's got some social anxiety and you know you think the communication <laughs> disorders an issue boy oh boy wait do you meet this basket case because uh <laughs> she's got more than a couple of screws loose she's got the whole shed just falling apart okay like it's it's a rough go so the fact that they made it very apparent early on that like she's going to be put in situations and it's going to be really funny to watch her deal with this. And there are some really awkward, awkward, like cringeworthy moments that I'm just like, you know what? I'm here for it. Like the oh, yeah. in, in the last episode, well, the stage dive. It, oh, and that's that's what God, I was going to say, great. too, is that it it's it's very on the nose with the fact that like they don't make the comedy like a, a ha ha. She has social anxiety. The comedy is, is about like, as someone who is socially anxious and an introvert, how does she, how is she going to deal with these social interactions? And it's things that she does and says that make it super awkward, but super hilarious. Like they do a really good job of capturing that piece of not being like a, let's mock the person because they have, you know, social anxiety. It's like a, Hey, let's get them through it. Yeah, let's we're gonna watch yeah. them get through it, but it's there's it's gonna be awkward as fuck. Like she's gonna trip over herself countless times, and it's not going to be clean conversations all the time too. It's gonna be weird, but that's just how it is, and that's how she's gonna learn and how she's gonna grow. But through that, there's a lot of comedy and humor involved, which I thought was perfect. So no, I mean it's a ten out of ten. It battled neck and neck in my opinion with Chainsaw Man for the entire year not just this season because fall season was stacked to the brim with amazing sh amazing shows uh i still think chainsaw man took the cake but like bochi the rock is a show that no one really kind of had on their radar i feel like just swept across everyone's list and was and hit all the marks for everyone like i, I hadn't seen any videos and any reviews that said otherwise it was holy shit, have you seen this show, Bochy the Rock? Or, like, I've never heard of this, but it just blew me away. Like, that's all the reviews and sentiment I hear. So it's wonderful. Please go watch it. You you set yourself up for the pun. It hit all the notes, and you didn't hit, and you didn't, you didn't take it. I didn't need to make a pun. The audience is smart. They get it. They don't need you explaining it. 
Puns you are fucking great. dweeb. Over explain the pun. Let's go. He didn't say the you pun. Fucking he, he social said awkward it weirdo. Go back into your hole, <laughs> you introverted weirdo. I'm in my hole. Boo! I am in my hole. Boo, Boo on this. you. Boo this Boo. man. Boo I'm going to take out my man. scissors, Drew. You better shut your trap. <laughs> All right. We're really going to count the rings. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> Drew, what are your kind of final thoughts and uh, what would you rate and would you recommend this to people? I would 100% recommend it. And, and it's a 10 out of 10. It would be honestly a show I recommend to people trying to find something different someone trying to find something new or to someone who's like, I need five shows, different varieties of anime to get me started. And I would say Bochi because it on the surface, there isn't a heavy story. There isn't an intense like plot. It's just fun. And we, with the payoff in the, in the end is just amazing characters Side note that Rio is the best mainly because she keeps saying she's going to pay Bochi back and yeah. it gets to a point where she hasn't paid her back. And then Nijika's like, no, I'm just going to like skim her paycheck from now on to pay you back. <laughs> and she gets so mad. Yeah. Rio Rio's a fucking hilarious character because she's like this little rich girl who just spends all her money on new instruments and new like stuff for music. And then, doesn't have money for food otherwise so she just always is skimming off the top of her friends for food and whatnot it's like i'll pay you back i'll pay you back <laughs> and hasn't and yeah but she even calls her out she's like it's been a month real <laughs> everyone has a friend like that yeah but um i drew i'll ask you one last question yeah. um before i say my final thoughts and back us out of this this lovely guitar train wreck of a show um by train wreck i mean bochi is a train wreck uh, okay <laughs> i just said anyways. this this awful stage dive of a yes show. oh my god that scene is great um drew because we didn't talk to you yesterday uh what was your anime of the year last year um my anime of the la of the last year is 2022. 2022 yeah 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 last year is that you know that guy um He's hungry all the time, and he just he just wants to cop a feel, oh, and all his and, and all his friends just let him down. Good old chainsaw Aww. man. Good old exactly. Chainsaw just he just needs love, and <laughs> I anyone. Like, I was like Boji from King of Kings. <laughs> like all his friends let him down, and everyone hates him, and the other Boji. Does, does, he, does he eat all the time? <laughs> I mean, he's he very tiny, and he's. He's from born from the giants, so I mean he's got to have some sort of appetite. Hungry, right? I suppose. But thanks, Drew, for your thoughts. Um, as for me, I this is a ten out of ten for me, and this was nice. my this was my favorite anime of the year last year. Um, as I said yesterday, uh, Chainsaw Man was probably the best anime of the year last year, in sense of just overall package and setting up a phenomenal season two, which will be even better. But to me, I think my favorite show, though, last year was definitely Bochi the Rock. Like, Bochi the Rock, it came out of nowhere. It surprised me. And I, there wasn't a moment where I, the only moment in the show that I did not enjoy was when the episode ended every week. I, I think that this show is a blast. This show, yeah, I know. Fuck you, too. Uh, this show, the show is just lame. Suck my butt, buddy. Anyways, uh, 
this show is just it was just a joy from start to finish from the first few seconds to like of her just awkwardly standing up after watching tv saying dad can i use your guitar and play guitar and the dad being like she's finally doing it to the very end of it where you know boshi's walking back to school or to the job and she's like another day at work just everything about the show was incredible and enjoyable and it is definitely a 10 out of 10 for for me so um so yeah but thank you all for joining us today if you have any suggestions on what we should watch next please send them our way by giving us a tweet at bakako podcast we also want to thank akano from soundcloud for our intro song but until next time spark triumph we'll see you then mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Baka. Baka na no.